Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, ahen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Join me and my co-host Kareem Hamid every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show as we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. And thank you all for joining us on this Wednesday edition of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We've got a special treat for you because we want you to be inspired by today's youth. And the best way to be inspired is to hear from them directly. We'll be launching a new podcast 
featuring the students at Betty Shabazz International Charter School. And we'll be right back in just a moment to talk to you about that and to hear from our co-host, Kareem Hamid. And, of course, we want to hear from you, 515-605-9325. And press 1 when you're ready to join this conversation. What do our young people really think? And are we willing to listen? We'll be right back after this quick break, so stay with us. Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of Hold on. Red rising. We are back. You're listening to the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Lajeev, and I believe you've been joined by our co-host, Kareem Hamid. Yes. Assalamu alaikum. Wow. Peace be upon you as well. And to our American Muslim 360 family and all those listening and watching on YouTube and Facebook on the Female Solution We are excited because we are bringing a solution. One of the issues that arise is what is happening with our young people? Why are we having such a difficulty communicating? Well, today we'll be launching on uh, the Female Solution Global Radio TV show network. We're going to be launching a new podcast featuring the youth of Betty Shabazz International Charter School. And we'll be going live today as well as on Blog Talk, on Facebook and YouTube and giving the young people a chance to express their thoughts. We'll be doing this every week, going live at 2 p.m. Central Time. We're also giving them a chance to be the hosts, the interviewers, the technicians behind the scenes, the producers, those who plan the shows. We're giving them a voice by introducing business of communication to young people where they will have an opportunity to make decisions as to what they want to talk about, who they want to talk to, and who they want to learn from as they share their thoughts, with the global society, and uh, we are excited about this because how many conversations do we have about young people and how frustrated we are, but they're never included in the conversation. And I can remember being a young person, being all these different youth committees and so forth with these various political organizations, 
And we would have our meetings as young people. And then we got ready to sit down with the adults. They would just totally ignore us. <laughs> like we didn't matter. They would say, well, you know, you can pass out flyers or you can, you know, you can, you can do the, the janitorial work after the meeting and clean up after everybody. But when it came to actually listening to what we had to say and our, our ideas, we kind of were just shoved off to the side. So I remember feeling like that as a young person getting involved in community organizing, getting involved in politics at an early age, teens, and, and, and uh, after college and early, in my early 20s even. And the, the attitude of the older adults was always the same, is that they really didn't care what we thought. Their, their response was, well, you, you need to just sit at our feet and listen to our wisdom. And I understand that. But young people have ideas that are prepared to take us into the future because they were born at a specific time for a specific purpose, and that is to take us into the future. So their thinking is going to be different. When you have somebody who's 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, their reference is what happened in the past. And people tend to think in terms of what can happen in the future. So that's why we want to bring a voice to those who are thinking in terms of the future. So the 7th and 8th grade students that will be joining us at Betty Shabazz International Charter School this afternoon with a live podcast will not only get a chance to speak to us here in America, but because the Internet is a global communication system, we're going to be connecting them with many of the young people that we've worked with uh, on our Saturday Global Teen Talent Competition that our host Zelda does every fourth Saturday, every last Saturday of the month. She brings us young people with talent from all over the world, literally all over the world, from Russia, uh, from the, uh, Nigeria, from just everywhere. And young people have so much creativity. And they also have ideas on how we can solve some of our problems if we would just listen. So we're going to give them a chance to talk to each other. And the whole idea has been that if we make friends, how are we going to then be convinced to go to war and kill each other? Nobody's going to kill people or want to kill people or advocate the killing of somebody in a country where they have friends. So that is one of the beginning solutions even to the issue of world peace. When you know someone in these countries abroad and you hear things from their perspective, you're not likely to be given misinformation that leads to fear and a response of violence. So this is also part of the vision of what we have in connecting these people connecting these young people from around the world to talk to each other and understand from their perspective what's happening in their countries, how it's affecting them, how are their school systems preparing them for a global society in which we have to interact economically, which means all of us need to bring something to the table, all of us need to have some skills, and we can teach them to think cooperatively then they can build a better world. So that's our goal with this upcoming podcast, and we're excited because 
we can see a transformation happening through these young people. Corinne, can you remember being young and, and having ideas and, and having older people kind of not listen? <laughs> what do you remember about that, being like 18, 19, 20, you know, ready to change the world? And, you know, it's like the elders didn't seem to take us seriously. What do you remember about that era? Well, well, you know, that era there, when I was growing up, there was a concerted effort through media and social activist movement to uh, separate us from uh, our parents, from uh, uh, our grandparents, our elders, from uh, the adults. Uh, there was a message uh, coming out over media to uh, to don't trust uh, anybody over forty. Don't trust, <laughs> yeah, don't trust anyone over forty, and uh, that seemed to work because it, it did cause a breakdown of communication, and whenever any relationship is destroyed. The first thing that uh, lends to that destruction is the breakdown in communication. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That. That. Uh, I uh, uh, was. Uh, I, I kind of peeped over in that world, in that hippie world. It, it's what what they call hippies to uh, drop out, tune out. Step away from the world and the responsibilities that come with it and just frolic and live a carefree life. Uh, don't uh, adhere to any of the rules. Just live your life. And um, d- don't wear shoes. Wear, <laughs> don't wear a bra. Yeah. They, I mean, you, you know, grow your hair long. You don't have to bathe every day. You know, I mean, this was a, a, a period. And I remember seeing hippies, you know. Uh, they would have a gleam in their eye, a, a, a fanciful gleam, as if they are going to the island of fantasy somewhere and just live and not work, not, not uh, take on any responsibilities. Just uh, the idea was to just make love, just yeah. make love. Um, that that uh, that didn't work because we know someone has to run the system that a folk that gives them the freedom to think and behave like that. Someone has there are some structures that have to be in place, um, and uh, here is one of the misnomers that uh, our parents made and we made also because we weren't aware, you, you know, well, that lecturing them, mm. telling them what they need to do. Uh, Imam Warren Muhammad have communion. May God grant him the highest station in the of paradise. He, he he has stated to, to us, look, don't say to them, yeah, you need 
a better moral. Yeah, uh, you need to recognize God. You need to uh, to accept religion and follow the book. You need to do this. You need to do that. Uh, he he said, "Don't don't come at them like that. That's a turnoff. It's a turnoff. If you if you want to communicate with our youth in a positive way." Share with them the excellence, the excellence that God has put in them. Yeah. Tell them what is already within them. Yeah. You, you, you know, God said He has created you, with you in the best of mold, and the most valuable tool He has given you is your brain, and you seem to be a bright young young man. I, I admire your intellect, you know, mm-hmm. everyone who's blessed with the intellect, you know, and I definitely admire your intellect, your intelligence, your reasoning. Mm-hmm. We, we can reason, you know, and that, that is in you, young man. No doubt about that. that. It's already there. I'm just making you aware of it. Oh, well. <laughs> Well, all, all right, Kareem, thank you, you know. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it like that. Yes. So that's one of the the excellent strategies that we should do. Instead of telling them what they what they are not, right. we should share with them who and what they are and how much we value yeah. the content that is within them. I love your fresh mind, man. I love your fresh thinking. You know, share with me some of your dishes, some of your plans. You know, you're putting them in contact with what is already within them. And they have the power to activate themselves instead of what you're not, a negative, and what they must do. You must come into greater morals and all of that. Yeah, that's true, but there's a way of doing that, and we have to be conscious of that. If we're truly wise, if we're truly wise, identify for them what is already within them. It's already there. We don't have to put anything in. We have to draw it out. It's already within the human being. Already in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That that is the thing that will make a difference when we can, as you said, stop preaching at them and condemning them for what we say they don't have. If we can recognize that whatever they need is already within them, they are gifted, they are brilliant, they have new, fresh ideas. And if we can approach them with a positive attitude as opposed to a condemning attitude, a reprimanding attitude, which is, like you say, is a real turnoff, then they'll be enthusiastic and they'll trust us enough to really speak their mind. A lot of times young people get condemned for what they say because we don't like what they said. But sometimes what they're saying is true. And it's a it's a mirror that they're holding up to us in the society that we have made for them, and they have a right to disagree with the things that we're we're making them 
experience that are if they voice their displeasure, then we want to condemn them and reprimand them for speaking. But the fact is, if we would listen, we would learn something. So I think, and you know, and the funny thing is that whole era that you talk about, the, the, the you know, make love, not war. I mean, on the one hand, <laughs> on the one hand, it was positive in that it was promoting peace rather than conflict. But on the other hand, a whole lot of children were born out of that philosophy of, of just make love, and then there was no structure <laughs> to that. So we realized that was there was lacking wisdom when you don't have a family plan of, okay, now we have this, we, we've had this intimate experience together and a child has been born and we don't have a game plan on how we're going to take care of ourselves or the child. You know, we can't just get around, can't just stand around and get high all day, even though that's what some people did. But I think those who went through that hopefully learned something that you can't really have freedom without responsibility. Because if you're free to just do whatever you want, but then you don't have a way to take responsibility for the outcome, you create chaos. So that's something that we should have learned from that era. And we're still experiencing the consequences of that. We're still experiencing maybe two generations later uh, children born of parents who were born of parents, who were born of parents, (laughs) who were irresponsible and still... Uh, living that carefree drug head life that didn't provide the kind of stable environment that they needed. And so they didn't learn how to be a responsible spouse or parent. So we're still experiencing the the results of that. What you've talked about a number of occasions, even on the, on the men's discussion, where you have a lot of men, they didn't grow up seeing the structure of, a family, a responsible father, somebody who stayed sane and sober and took care of things. Some didn't see that, so they don't they don't even understand what's expected of them. So we, we got we have some correction to do, even from that era of carefree living, free sex and all of that, no uh tie to the so called establishment, you know, all the anti establishment kind of things. Okay, if you don't like this establishment then establish something else, but you can't have nothing. So I think that's what we should have learned. So what, what do you think in, in today's rebellion that we're seeing? It's kind of like a, a, a new, another cycle of young rebellion. But what do you what do you see as perhaps coming out of this kind of a rebellion that we're seeing among young people today, where they are? Uh, again, not not trusting elders, not listening, uh, pretty much casting aside the old religious structures. Um, as you pointed out, also a lot of people saying, "Look, we don't we don't agree with this whole marriage thing. It all we see is pain and divorce and fighting over the house and you know separating the children. So we we just rather we just live together and cohabitate and." got a baby, well, take care of it, and split, oh, well. You know, I mean, just rejecting the structures that they saw as destructive. What do you think could come out of this 
current wave of youth rebellion? Uh, you know, I was speaking with my daughter, and uh, she uh, mentioned that a lot of people are just spiritual, that mm-hmm. they choose to use that word, spiritual, and uh, that they uh, are averse, they have an aversion to organized religion. And uh, I spoke to her, I said to her, um, they are, they, they witnessed the hypocrisy that us adults utilize in our, now this isn't a general statement, I must say that before someone come on. <laughs> but they have highlighted the media and all of this have highlighted the ills that have uh, happened uh, among certain individuals in the religious community. They truly blow that up, but they don't blow up the good that is being done coming from out of an organized structure. Yeah. That that has as a principle, honesty, chair, all of those good things that we enjoy uh, coming from the religious community. They are feeding a lot of people. They are pro- pro- providing homes and affordable housing for a lot of the citizens here. They have uh, programs to help uh, someone uh, gain employment how to communicate uh, in a professional way, how to dress properly when you go for a job interview. Uh, So I told her, I said, no, it's it's not the religion. It's not the religion. It's the people not following, not following. Not following the religion. Yeah, so don't don't step away from it. An organized way of behavior. That's what religion is. It's an organized way of behavior that we all agree on basic principles. There's some basic principles that the religious family, we all adhere to. So we have to uh, do better in the display of us actually actuating our religious principles, you know. Uh, But I know they have really done a job. Uh, on uh, exposing the wrongs that have happened in religious organizations, and I'm not, I'm not saying that 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 should not happen. Uh, transparency, transparency breeds trust. Breeds trust. Transparency, mm-hmm. you know. So, but at, on the same time, there must be a counterbalance to the bad news. There must be those things that I have mentioned. They, the the uh, organized religion have helped single mothers uh, finance and take care of their children. They are responding yeah. to the explosion of homelessness. Uh, Father Flagan in uh, Chicago 
he, yeah. he, he is welcomed by everybody in the community. Yeah. Uh, uh, Father Bob here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, he's over St. Barbara Catholic Church. Well, I mean, the neighborhood, they just love Father Bob. I mean, for real. He walks the streets. He interacts with people. He helps them to uh, to pay their utility bills when mm. it becomes too much of a burden. Yes. Uh, he has a, a uh, he he feeds the the uh, uh, poor. They have a, a, a distribution of 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 of, uh, of non-perishable food and even some meat, meat also. So he wow. is he flip side, and that's only done because there's an organized structure to support that. And what is motivating is that they are doing it not looking for any material return. Yes. That totally this is just terrible. Yes. human being. Yes. Yeah. So um, religion has been given a purposefully, on purpose, have been given a bad eye, but also at, at the same time, those of us that want to lecture our children, the best lecture is a demonstration of what we are saying, of what we say. Don't right. come home from a church or the a masjid, then all of a sudden you change hats. You're at home <laughs> now. You know, y'all are you, you're using all sanctimonious. Well, you know, that that has happened. That has that has been mm-hmm. one of the things that I've heard from a lot of young people that are saying they're seeing the hypocrisy and unfortunately when they are introduced to the kinds of people who condemn them and look down on them but don't reach out and help them, then that's the impression that they get of organized religion. But as you pointed out, there are many different organized religious groups that are doing some major work that goes above and beyond what the city government can do. And we'll be bringing on someone from Dr. Bill Winston's organization in the next few weeks. He's got a a whole program called 10 Cities, and he's targeting 10 cities across the United States where he's helping people with expunging criminal records, learning skills, uh, starting businesses, and just revitalizing communities. And because he's got an organized church structure with with many, many members who are, are faithfully contributing financially, he's able to make an impact. And he's setting a, a wonderful mm-hmm. example for what you can do. You know, a lot of these mega churches, you know, they 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 they're the biggest uh, financial institution that we have in many of our communities. Like you said, a lot of mm-hmm. these big churches, they're they're developing housing units, they're developing businesses, they're they're developing schools. So this is mm-hmm. something that that organized religion can do. You can't you can't do it with disorganized religion because one thing about the organization, like you say, there there's an agreement on a, a level of ethical behavior that everyone's agreeing to. And when we do that, then 
you can trust everybody. Everybody's agreeing that we're not stealing from each other. Everybody's agreeing that we're not going to handle our disagreements with violence. Everybody's agreeing that we're going to use uh, civil speech to each other and, and not engage in vulgarities. Everybody's agreeing to a, a way of behaving so that we can feel safe in each other's presence. And, and so that's, that's the positive side. But when young people give us feedback on the negative side, we have to listen to it because that has been their experience that too often they are condemned rather than understood and then publicly shamed and made to feel as if they're unworthy of being in the presence of God, you know, that kind of thing. So we, we have to look at, at what we're, we're, we're bringing them to and bringing them through. And if it's, if it's driving them away, then it's, not reflecting the love of God. So we got to look at that in ourselves. You know, Naima, uh, our children, uh, they're, they are not too concerned about what you know. You, you know, uh, about what you know. They're concerned about how much you care. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Um, they're we, concerned about how much you care. We, we got to take a break. Right. But we're going to come back and talk about that. How do we how do we show that we care? Right. And if what I are could, the could, things could, we need to do? Could just share this short statement. We just yeah. finished a national convention in Chicago mm-hmm. that is entitled The Mosque Cares. Yeah. The Mosque Cares. Imam Warwick with Muhammad named his ministry The Mosque Cares. So we have to show a level of care and concern and not walk past even separate ourselves from the people, from the people. Make me uh, communicate with the people, be active Absolutely. in the community in which you live. Okay. That's true. But when we come back, we're going to get into some details as to what, what were some of the, the principles that were expounded on in that convention and, and, and I know that there are many who feel that if we could just express more love and care, especially to those people who've been kind of despised, like the people who've done time in prison or or made decisions in their life where they ended up with children that they couldn't raise, you know, all kinds of things. But we still have to care and lift people up. So we'll talk about that when we come back from this break. And if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, give us a call, 515-605-9325. And press 1 when you're ready to speak. And we're going to be joined with our Monday morning mindfulness host, Zelda Speaks. And, of course, Zelda and I will be so excited to bring you some powerful Voices from the youth at Betty Shabazz International Charter School. And we'll be right back to talk about that after this quick break. So stay with us. Hi, I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're three black moms. And in case you didn't notice the resemblance, we're also three sisters. We're going to be coming to you every week, sharing our successes and our mistakes 
as we navigate our lives as moms, wives, sisters, daughters, and of course, black women in today's world. We'll talk about it all. Race, politics, religion, economics, culture, and we'll take a look at everything from whether or not to use corporal punishment to how do you teach your children about sex. Look for our upcoming book, Growing Up Charles. It's a personal story about our lives growing up in Maple Park on Chicago's South Side. I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're Three Black Moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Three Black Moms. And if you're watching this, that means you're one of the 4.6 billion people from around the world who are using an electronic device to talk to people. In these times, people are using the Internet to talk to everybody. Friends, neighbors, family members, coworkers. People are on their cell phones and computers all day long. Now, if you're in business, that is great news. That means you can sell your products and services all day long and never Unmuted. have to leave your home. All you need is a media connection, somebody to connect you with an audience. And that's why I'm talking to you today. We produce programs, and our audience members are people who shop. They buy clothes, food, beauty supplies, cleaning supplies, home repair, transportation services, child care services, whatever you're selling, they need to buy. We're your media connection. Just follow this link, and tomorrow you can sit back and relax at home while your business is making you money. And we are back. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. And we're Monday, 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 about an upcoming program, and we're so excited to be able to bring to the world, the young voices of Betty Shabazz International Charter School. Grand Rising. Grand Rising. Yes. Uh, my light is a little off this morning. Yes. Picture broke, but I'm here. <laughs> well, there you are. So we can see half of your face, so that's good. We'll imagine <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are back. And um, we've been joined by Zelda, our Monday morning host, as we continue this discussion on how we're going to bring to you some of the very powerful voices of our young people. And we're looking forward to it because. We often talk about them, but we tend not to talk to them. 
and really understand them, understand what they are thinking and many young people are feeling disconnected from the older generation. Just like we may have felt that way in the past during that era where everybody was saying don't trust anybody over 40. But <laughs> but you have to you have to have some level of blending of the elders to give wisdom, but you also have to have that energy and vision of youth. And so some kind of way we have to get it right this time. We can't we can't have young people deciding to scrap everything. We don't want to hear about politics. We don't want to hear about religion. You know, we don't care about any of that. We're just going to do our thing and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Because we've got so much disorganization in our communities with the lack of structure and the lack of family structure. I was I was watching one of those. You know, you have so many of these shows. I was watching one of the court shows. What is it? The paternity court. I forgot the name of the sister. That's the, the judge. But Just Maybelline? No, it's not. Not, not Maybelline. She's a young sister, you know. And, and I appreciate the fact that, that the, a lot of our judges and legal people are able to try cases in a way that's creative and entertaining, even though other people's pain shouldn't be entertaining. But I'm I'm watching this um, situation with a a young man and young woman, and what it was was that she, after three years, she decided, you know, to to take him to paternity court. She said, well, you know, I think he's the father, and he's already with another woman, and he's been like, well, why why should I? Have to disrupt my life now. Now you're deciding that I might be the father. How come you didn't say something earlier? And and because she, I guess when they broke up, uh, and she got with somebody else. Uh, but then the two of them broke up. So then she got back with the ex boyfriend that she's now suing mm-hmm. for paternity. And they got they had their intimate episode, and then she was pregnant, but she wasn't sure which man she was pregnant by. But you know, you see that kind of thing all over and over and over again. <laughs> and as awful as it is, and it's unfortunate again to be used that as entertainment. But that has kind of become a common lifestyle where there are no structures, there's no boundaries. And, and I'm looking at, and they had the, the little boy, he's like three years old now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's backstage. And, and, you know, they showed them when they did the DNA test, you know, swab the, the cotton in your uh, cheek or whatever to get the, the, the cell samples to, for your DNA test. And I'm thinking that you're taking this child through this trauma of him finding out this man who has not been in his life as a father in the home, suddenly deciding whether or not he is or isn't, and resentful that he's got to go through this. How can you feel as a three-year-old <coughs> that the man who might be your father really didn't want to be your father? How do you mm-hmm. feel? You know, And I'm thinking, what trauma are we putting young people through having to grow up in Total dis- dysfunction, uh, disorganization, not knowing who parents are. You know, th- there there is something to be said for an organized way of life that young people are rejecting, but then what is the impact, what is the emotional impact 
when you're finding out who your father is or isn't, you know, you're three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. You know, how does that feel? And everybody's watching TV, so at some point they're going to hear about it from their peers and their community, and they're going to be teased about it. You don't know who your daddy is. Yeah. Yeah, TV is like, okay, everybody knows your family's business, and everybody laughing at your mother because she done had three different men on trying to see who the father is. Right. You know, that's humiliating. And I don't think, and in the in the course of us trying to come up with a show and entertain people and present real life, I don't think we're looking at the long-range consequences of how this is going to affect young people who've gone through this. We can't see that far ahead. Right. We can't see that far ahead. <coughs> so uh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking forward to even having young people talk about these kinds of things on, uh, <clears throat> pardon, I need to probably go get some tea. Yeah, I got my tea this yeah, morning. Yeah. Definitely, you know, that flame comes up in the morning. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that we'd like to talk about some real-life issues and how they feel about that because they're watching these shows, you know. Um, and they're telling us about it. And some of them are living <laughs> these reality shows, and it's affecting them. And I know that it's painful sometimes for us to hear as adults, but what I see with young people is that so many of them are feeling kind of a betrayal. Like, you all are doing these things, and you don't care how it's making us feel. And that's why they get angry. You know, when parents split up, you know, everybody <laughs> asks how I feel about this. No, I got, now I got to be shuffled back and forth between houses. You know, how, how disruptive is that? You know, my life, I got to make sure I got my stuff this weekend because I'm not going to be at my regular house or I'm not going to be at my house for a whole week. And, you know, what if I forget something, a toy or a book or something I need? And then, you know, then parents will have time to take me back and forth and they're arguing. You know, all that stress. So, yes. So, so Kareem, what are your, what are your thoughts about the things that we're making our young people go through? Uh, you know, it's it's trauma is something else. Um, to look back in your past and all you see is a black hole. There's no information that you can uh, draw from your source. You know, uh, you have to kind of wing it. Uh, you feel disconnected. You feel less bad. Uh, so, so it is uh, it's a bad situation, but there are men that step in to act as a mentor, yeah. men and women. Let me say that, men and women, to act as a mentor toward youth. Um, uh, and uh, we actually, mother and father is it's a, it is not a noun. A noun is the name of a person, place, or thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a verb. Verbs are action, or the actions that 
are taken. So father and mother is is an action. Someone right. has, has to be taught how to be a mother, how to be a yeah. father. Um, yeah. That is not being taught anymore. And you you gain those skills from those that raised you. Now, we are in the aftermath of a nuclear bomb being dropped on the African-American mm. community. And we are mm. experiencing the effects of that, that crack a cocaine epidemic. I hope we don't forget that. It yeah. truly reduced down to the basic level to see mama or daddy walk away from the, a family and the only concern is that drug. It destroyed families. It destroyed neighborhoods. It destroyed communities. So we are living in the aftermath of that. But we can repair ourselves with more caring for each other. We... You, they feel disconnected because no one cared for them. No one cared. Of, so when you show an interest in our youth and that you care about what they think, you care about their uh, old opinions, now we are setting up the line of communication. What destroys a relationship, the first thing that ends is, Communication. I, right. uh, I I have heard young women say I can't talk to my mother, or she'll get angry with me if, if I bring up certain subject matter. Right. Girl, just get somewhere and talk about you. You you you, you, uh, you, you somewhere and sit down. You, you, shut you up. Shut you, up. Yeah. You shut good. up. You ain't you ain't this. Shut up. You don't know nothing. Now you know. Come on now. That's how so we talk about our children. Yes. Yeah. If we're wise, yeah, and, uh, I have a, a caller here, and she would like to share uh, on this subject matter. She's, oh, absolutely. Uh, a mother and a grandmother and a mentor, and mm. you name it. So I want to open up the mic of Martha Nyla so she can join this conversation. Assalamu alaikum, Martha. Alaikum assalam to everyone. God's peace be upon you. This is wonderful. I'm going to tie us all together. And and when I say that, I'm I'm seeking refuge with the Almighty God because this is definitely a kick off your shoes. And if you can say, throw your hair back or whatever. (laughs) And, And truly have the round table, not even a table, just a round discussion on communication and I I just yesterday had one with my my grandson who's now 26 going on 27 and if I can excuse any areas you know he was premature all right Um, Mm. we did most things for him you know like okay he was premature so we we like he can't tie his shoes oh it's because he was premature (laughs) and oh wow do you stop saying he's premature and then other right. difficulties, we were slow learner classes and, and, and the diligence that we had to apply to bring them that you won't even recognize that they were a slow student, quote, unquote, in the day when they were three years old. And having worked with children in that manner, 
And then those being embarrassed about their weight and in school and children picking on them. Uh, these are family members. I'm that I've had I've had the blessing to connect with them, and Almighty God blessing to pull me to pull out of what I had in me, to pull out what they had in them. As Kareem was mentioning, recognizing the value that they are to to the family, but as a person that God took the time I say to him to create, to bring you here, to to you know to even survive certain situations. Now. A, B, C, the first thing that I heard was teach them of me. Mm. Whether they want to hear it or not, there and how you do it, though, is very important. And, and, and I had the experiences of not doing it maybe the right way, like uh, with my children saying, okay, no, you're going to the, you, if we were in the mosque or going to the temple, you're going. You would challenge my one son, okay, you don't want to go, get out. When he reached for that door, I said, if you don't sit back. <laughs> but the point is the love has to be shown every day because it has to come from the heart. Now, the the ones who are challenged with not having gotten that love in order to share it, this is why we have to be in the community. This is why we have to have those talks with those mothers who are leaving their children home alone and all yeah. of those things. Yeah. But the main thing being true to self, being and, and if self, whoever Almighty God has raised to be true to self and self is ready to go and be engaged in the lives, real life people, then that's what it takes. That there, there's no one way, but it definitely, well, I say the first way is know Almighty God and love that God has shown us for those who have come through it and then share that with them in the way that saying, you know, my grandson yesterday, let me just hit that point. I asked him, what is it that drove you or what is it that's driving you to smoke mm. and even vape? And he says, it relaxes me. And it takes the, the, the mind, the, 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 the voices I hear away. I said, really? I said, so it's done. It's done that. No, <laughs> not entirely. And I said, so what happened to prayer? Because he used to pray uh, that I, we could see him. And he says, just like this, he says, the things I asked God for didn't get answered. Oh, so wow. I know that microwave was fed. Microwave was fed. So God didn't give me what I wanted, so I, I ain't talking to him no more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And, and and then I say, well, okay, he's an exercising guru. I mean, he exercises muscles of rock like a, that's his time. He takes the time to do that and, and studies his nutrition. And I said, so what do I, he said, well, God is not lifting my muscle. I said, oh, so that, you know, that opened the door for a big conversation mm-hmm. about how you're using the resources that, who gave it to you? Who made it? Who, you know, just, well, just being in the conversation. So I'll stop right there. Truly being true to self and not bombarding them with, like Kareem said, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. No. Let's take it to the fine-tuned process of where you are and how are you engaged with this creation. So, you know, we went through the ABCs, and when he finally figured it out, and I said everything starts with the intent, baby. Whatever is the intent, you can't fake it. Everything that happens consequentially goes to the intent. Thank you so much. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you so much for, for 
those words Thank of insight, you. Sister Martha Nyla. You know, she brought up a couple of things that I think we have to be aware of when young people start feeling that feeling of resentment, like, okay, you had me going to the house of worship and praying, and then I'm still struggling in life. Uh, you know, where's God at? You know, I, you know, I, I ain't get no answer to my prayers. You know, why I'm even doing this? You know, ain't nobody listening to me. I mean, yeah. we're 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 acting like the creator of the universe is, you know, a uh, you know a, a waiter at a hotel. You put in your order and you you get what <laughs> you get what you ask for. It's not like that. We're here for a life experience of growth and learning. And we need guidance when it comes to making correct decisions. But I think the most powerful thing we can do to our children is introduce them to God in a way where they establish that personal relationship so that they understand the communication that's being given to them is guidance. You know, not Santa Claus bringing you whatever you you put on your list that you want. It's not like that. It is guidance through your life journey, and you're going to go through some things for the purpose of helping you develop. And not everything you you think you want or need, you should have right now. Just like you wouldn't give your 12-year-old the keys to your car. A, they can't drive, they got a license. And right. so that's not something they need to have. It would be a source of destruction if they received it before they were prepared for it. And so we have to also help our children understand that as well. But that's a challenging thing, especially if, you know, with young people, I mean, a lot of young men and women are living a lot of, a lot of stress. And most people that I know that, that get high or drink, they do it because they're trying to relieve stress. And you're right, Martha, if the prayer life, was effective, that would have the same impact. But I think what happens too often in religion is that we teach the form of prayer, but we don't make the connection to the one we're praying to. We say, okay, this is how you pray, but we haven't taught them how, how, how do you reach the divine with your heart and mind so mm. that you hear the voice. It's a two-way conversation, you know, and if you say something, you should be able to be quiet and listen to the reply from the creator that helps to calm you so that you don't need the drugs, you don't need the alcohol, you don't need the weed. But that's that's the that's thing that has to happen with each soul. And sometimes it's hard for people to understand that if they have not experienced it. And that's and, you know, you know, when people say we bring back prayer in school, but that doesn't mean anything to just have children do a ritual if you still haven't understood how to help them make that divine connection. So what are your thoughts on that, uh, Kareem? And, and, and with this uh, convention you were talking about, the mosque cares that happened in Chicago, were they able to address some of those ways to help young people develop spiritually? Unfortunately, I could not attend, uh, but I'm I'm definitely awaiting with abated breath to <laughs> to hear a report as to how this wonderful e- event uh, unfolded, and uh, 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 
the subject matter that was uh, discussed, the entertainment, and all of that. It was a, a time of, uh, of joy, but at the same time, of a serious occasion, a serious occasion, not just to go into a convention just to, you know, yuck it up, you know, uh, see right. people you haven't seen in a long time, which is good, but when we have occasions like that, Subject matter like we are discussing now should be part of the agenda. Praise be to God. So I'm looking forward to hear, you, you know, uh, uh, what took place at the Moss Cares Convention. Uh, so it's, it's very important, as I say, they don't care about what you know. They care about, about how much you care, you know, how much you care. And, and uh, as far as prayer, we, we, we have to let our children know that prayer is not a drive-through. Prayer is not a drive-through where you place your order and you pick it up <laughs> at the next one. <laughs> at the next one, no, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some uh, ministers, these things just, just ask, and uh, you receive. Uh, 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 if you say so many prayers, you receive this. You will get this. You will get that. So it's kind of a selfish act uh, yeah. to place it in order. And if it don't come through, then uh, I need to speak with a management. You know. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> not designed like that. It's not. It, it, it's it's uh, for real. I uh, you hit on something. Uh, the gratitude for what you you do have, and you ask God to direct your direct you. You know, your, um, uh, that He provided everything that you're in enjoying. He created that. None of us did that. And it's a show of gratitude for what we do have and the opportunity that God has placed before us. Opportunity is answer to the prayer. You must take advantage of the the opportunity in front of you. Man can only have for which he consciously strives for. Okay, you ask for it. Now, what are you going to do? To help bring that about, yes. Are you going to educate yourself? Mm, that's right. So, you got to be ready for opportunities. Right. That's right. That's right. We got to take one more break, and, uh, and uh, yes, yeah, we got to take another break. But we'll be we'll be right back, and uh, we got another caller on the line seven seven three four five zero. We're coming to you next, and if you're on our switchboard, you got a comment you'd like to make, press one. That'll light your number up, and when we come back. We're going to talk about some of the things that uh, our dear sister Zelda will be introducing to our young people at Betty Shabazz International Charter School uh, with her uh, 30, 40 plus years. <laughs> if I say too many years, you go, wait a minute, how old is she? She got 40 years. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. She's glad to be here, baby. <laughs> with all her years in radio, she's sharing with young people to give them the power to use their voice to be understood 
and to have impact because I believe that when we listen to young people, we will learn something. So we'll be right back after this quick break. And if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, give us a call, 515-605-9325 or 515-605-9891. And press 1 so that your hand is raised on a switchboard and we can get your thoughts. We'll be right back. So stay with us. Oh, man. God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. to Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn you into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. And I'm Naima Latisse. Meet people like you who are making a positive difference in the world. Watch us every day on the Media Connection at www.youtube.com slash the Media Connection TV. YouTube it. We'll see you soon. There are people who choose to make a positive difference in the world. Our job is to bring you their stories to motivate you to do the same. Join us each week as we bring you the educators, entertainers, elected officials, religious leaders, and community activists whose works are transforming this world. Find out how you can make a difference, too. Be inspired. Watch the media connection. I made it a lot. And we are back. You are listening to and watching the female. Along with our co-host Kareem Hamid, and we're joined with our Monday morning mindfulness host Zelda Speaks, and she'll be speaking to some young people today as we 
travel to Betty Shabazz International Charter School and prepare them to produce their own weekly podcast. Now, they'll be on 15 minutes, but, you know, 15 minutes is a lot of time to talk. Yeah. And, and it might not seem like much to us because we used to talk like two right. times three hours. <laughs> but <laughs> they talk to their peers. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm hearing that people have gotten so used to texting on cell phones, they almost have right. lost the art of conversation. Right. So we may have a little challenge on yeah. our hands to get them to talk to each other, but I don't think that'll be the problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think once once we open the gates and, and let them feel free to say whatever it is they, they want to say uncensored, you know, we're not going to punish you for your thoughts. I think they'll be just ready. Yeah, I, I, I think they'll be just fine. Yeah. What are some of the tips you're going to give them today when it comes to uh, when you're, you know, live on air, people listening, how do you keep a conversation going? How do you keep your mind clear so you're not just like dead air and going, uh, uh, uh? What are some of the things that you learned as a, as a radio host over the years? Uh, and this may sound ironic, but one of the most important things you can do is learn to keep your mouth closed and your ears open. Mm. Because our brain is always going 24-7, you know, even when we're asleep. But we don't know if we're just asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's when you're in a state of panic, which some of them will be, because <laughs> I, I now have to speak, and speaking is the number one fear on the planet. Ooh, yeah. And I got to speak in front of people. Then I'm speaking to the world, people I can't see. I don't know who they are. Mm. So that causes some anxiety in the body. And one of the tips that that, that I've learned over the years is when you are afraid to just stop, I don't care if there's dead air or not, and take a deep breath mm. and listen to the voice that guides you, not the panic voice. It's okay. Just listen to what was said and respond to it. It's that simple. It sounds simple, but it's not when you're in a state of chaos and confusion. Mm. And the way to calm that down is with the breath. Because when I first started in radio back in the 1900s somewhere, <laughs> that's how so old. Oh, I think it was 90, somewhere around there. Um, I was working at WJPC at the time, and that's when Johnson Publishing Company was in full effect. Yeah. And he owned the only black radio station in the city of Chicago. Uh, the offices were downtown on Michigan Avenue, but the antenna where we broadcast from was in was in uh, off of Torrance Boulevard in oh, Chicago. Oh, yeah. I know that's it. Yeah. And, 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 and I was thrown into, I'm going to say thrown into the arena like a lot like being thrown into a cage. Mm, oh, wow. With a lion, and you got to find your way around this because there's so much confusion going on in the in the in the booth where you are. Even though you're alone, you have so many things. Just like we do when we do our podcast, you got to watch the clock, you got to mm-hmm. watch the time, you got to watch the commercials, you got to be sure everything is queued up. Mm-hmm. That will cause you to be in a state of panic. So the first thing that we do. And I know they're going to be surprised. Is that we must become censored when we walk in the room. We're going to right. take off our shoes. Mm. There's going to be some some nature in the room. I'm not going to divulge what that is. The people will get a chance to see that, mm. and they will get a chance to lower 
their fear and raise their vibration so that they can be, they already have what they need to present to the audience, but they just don't know it. So we're just here to bring it out of them. Mm. So that is the, that's the first one, and just to, to be still, listen, and breathe. Mm. And breathe. And we're in such, our children are in such a state of chaos and confusion and panic. We have to bring them down to uh, uh, to lessen that fear and open up the the energy that they possess that will just propel them forward. And then they'll look back and say, "Did I do that? Yes, you did do that. Because yeah. you went to Betty Shabazz School, yeah, you went to the school of training, and you are the number one in the podcast training. So you need to know who you are. So yeah. revel in that. That's right. Wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and little Zoe, even though she's not old enough to, well, she's going to sit and I'm sure she is because she's just a bundle <laughs> of energy. She's, I guess she could be our mascot. <laughs> yes, we, 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 we met one of the, one of the, I guess she's a kindergarten, preschooler, young, young people, but full of so much personality. And you know what, what it helps us to realize, this is what a child looks like before they get repressed and and beat down this is the natural spirit of a child so if we could just keep that energy that our children have at at three four five years old before they get told to sit down and shut up and they're stupid if we could just keep that energy we could produce such outstanding things so you know we have we have to we have to recognize what we're doing to our children because they come here with that that spirit. I mean, this 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 little girl, she just is full of joy and just all kinds of confidence. And if you don't kill that in a child, you will see it blossom. So that's what we have to be able to do is is like Zelda saying, you know, help them see that it's already in them. Mm-hmm. And then take a breath. You know, if you if you can't remember what to say or or whatever, just calm yourself down. And give your brain some oxygen so it can think. Um, Everybody knows who Iyala Banzan is. And if you don't, please go Google her. And a lot of people call her Iyala, but it's Iyala. I-Y-A-N-L-A. Banzan. And she said something that, that was so elementary but so relevant in today's world. When you are confronted with a situation, person, place, or thing. But this related to a fire. And she said, stop, drop, and roll. Mm. To be consumed by the fire, but to help put the fire out. <clears throat> so we have to help put the fires in our minds out. So we can stop, drop, and think. Stop, drop, and think. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop and breathe. Don't even think. Just breathe. Yes, stop breathe. and breathe. How about that? Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. We got a couple of comments, and we're going to take uh, callers. And Beata from Beata's tiny house says, "Grand wise and queen." A very interesting show. Yes. Thank you so much for watching. And Don says, "Good day, my beautiful sisters in Christ." Oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. have not been 
suppressed and repressed. Betty Shabazz International Charter School is such a, a an uplifting atmosphere. It's, it's I was energized just by being there. I was like, yeah. Whoa. It's a whole different spirit than what you see in a lot of public schools. The the, the teachers are happy and and they're engaging the children and. There's just a spirit of joy and peace and safety there. You know that it's a it's a different kind of vibe, and you can feel that it's it, you can flourish there because there is a vision of I'm I'm being sent forth into the world to help improve the world, and I'm a special person that's that's able to do that. I mean that's the kind of spirit that that. The young people there are given, and you can feel it. It's, yeah, you can feel it. Felt it when I walked in the door. I was yeah. like, oh, wow. wow. This is going to be good. Yeah. And I would love for you to show uh, the little uh, promo that we did. I just sent it to your box, uh, your email. I didn't know if I could pull it up on the screen or not. But um, let me see if I can. Uh, it's just my promo. email. Yeah, I just sent it to your email. Okay. The little promo that we did when we were at the show at the school. My mom, uh, Kimberly, was supposed to join us this morning, but she has her hands full. So <laughs> yes. uh, I sent her message. We'll see you later on today. Yeah. Well, you know, try to pull up on on yours, but then I'll, I'll, I'll... It's already up. It's already up. I'll have it up. So I just don't know what to do here. Yeah. I, I don't uh, know if you if you hit share. Oh, okay. Just hit share. Then, then, then it might appear in my <laughs> because so, this, in the uh, meantime, uh, while we're doing that, I'm going to open the microphone for seven seven three four five zero Grand Rising. Thank you for joining us. And Kareem, let me know if you got anybody else on your uh, switchboard as well. We'll make sure we get those callers. Seven four five zero Grand Rising. Grand Rising. Yes. Thank you for coming today. to everybody, and good morning. That's a very interesting subject that's being had. Our children and what they think, and how they deal with that spiritually. That's really deep, because you know you go back and you look through your life, and you were a child. The children today don't have the freedom we have. We used to play outside. They had recess. You could go out there on, on, on break and actually take a moment to play outside for 45 minutes or whatever. They don't let children have recess anymore because if they figure they leave out, some of them may not come back, or it may be too dangerous for them to be outside. So it's questionable to me. Are we really living a better life or things getting worse? What's wrong with human beings? We're talking about that. Yes, I went to the African Festival over the weekend, and I was bumping fists with brothers, and we were trying to have this question of why are people so afraid of each other. I know we knew white people didn't like us. What happened to black people hating on each other like that? That's scary. So we definitely got to deal with Yeah, it's scary. We have to deal with something spiritual because then that's the essence of who you are. Society teaches you about get you a job and do all this. What type of person are you? What is the quality mm-hmm. of an individual? I don't care how successful you are. You're at the top of the hill, and you got all these talents and gifts. What are you going to do, die with them? Or do you have to just give them away to somebody so they'll have a chance in life? I think we got it all backwards. This competition mentality where we fight each other, I'm better than you, I am better. look better, I'm, I'm smarter than you, that's all backwards. What happens if just we're one unit? 
You pick up the front, I'll pick up the back. You pick up the middle. What difference does it make? If two put their hands in, we got the extra help to make it easy on everybody. So we need to start teaching our children about unity and about how they should help one another. And on the last, I recall at the NCDC school that she was talking about, many years ago, I went there and watched the children in a small classroom. And it was a little girl mm-hmm. in there. She was packing her bag up, her backpack, with all this love and care. And do you know she turned around and gave that backpack to her friend? So that shows you that oh. child mode. Yeah. She, it looked like she was taking such great care to put this together. It was for her friend. Mm, she now that's she did it for her friend. And her friend was just as happy that her girlfriend did a little extra for her. I pack your bag. Yay! Oh, we, need <laughs> we need to watch yeah. children and start all over again because we got too much attitude towards one another and we forgot how to love, which is actually a gift. That's what people I'm saying. Say you know, I, we see it in young people before, before they get... We went a whole period of time without using the word love because we thought it was overused. We went 90 mm. days. Guess what we found out? There are so many words you can use where you don't even need the word love, but it just strengthens you when you use that word, the power of it. So let's yes. start with love we and their spirits and their minds and their spirits. And let's work as a team to do this. It's very simple. Yes. I'm going to leave you with this. I come on every week, and I thought I got the $100 in my hand. Do you know if we adjust 100 of us to put that $100 a week together, we'd have a million dollars in less than six months? Come on, y'all. Let's show it. Oh, we're going to make that happen. It's simple. I mean, you can keep yeah, doing everything. to make that happen. Just $100 of mine added on to 99 other people is $100 a week times four. If we do that, that's $400 a month times whatever, and pretty soon we have a million dollars. It does not take long. Because when you do anything collectively, immense rate, to the point you can even build a structure for the female solution and have programs out of there from the finances that we develop. Think of that. Absolutely. I totally agree. And, and you know what what you said? I I totally agree. And, you know, also what you said about uh, competition. And I would love to see us change the way – we structure our schools so rather than young people feeling like they're in competition with each other, they are actually in cooperation and they are learning to work together. If your classmate doesn't understand something, then you you help to explain it to them. When I was in eighth grade, you had to pass the U.S. Constitution test. And I had at least seven people around me, never would have got to high school if they didn't cheat off my paper and get through that. We had to have <laughs> Wow. What's the fact. They never would have even got to college, high school or college. I had one friend, he went to high school, played basketball, and went to college. He never would have even got there if he didn't cheat off my paper. He didn't know nothing mm-hmm. about the constitution. He never would have been able to digest that. I had to ask him, so they just cheat off my paper. I let them do it, and they passed. We got to help each other. And, and and one day I believe that we will structure our school so we don't consider it cheating, but just 
helping and cooperation. Mm. So, I mean, what what sense does it make to punish somebody for not knowing something if you would allow a friend who may have understood it easier to explain it to them and help them so that everybody knows rather than having, okay, you got the, the A students up here and then the D and the F students down here and then the, the, the failing students are jealous of the A students and so they okay. start bullying and fighting. We, we nope. create that it's kind of hostility between young people by, by pitting them against each other like that. That's right. You're right. And we're, we're not doing that. We're not going to do that. We're going to do something different. Yeah. We're yeah, we, we definitely have to help to. each other. And that's going to work. That's, that's what we have to do. This is a new and move, believe, but you can't keep going with what's old. That don't work. Right. That doesn't work. Yeah. You know, people are worrying well, thank about you so what's much. I'm going to say this last thing, though. If people were worrying about what's happening with a presidency, what's happening with your soul? What's happening with that compared to what's in the universal way? That means absolutely nothing. You get one vote. What are you going to do for your universe within yourself? Do that and from from within go without with your power. Let's see what we can do there. Appreciate y'all. Keep doing what you're doing. This is better than Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're better, better All alternatives right. than Primetime TV, ABC, CBS, and Fox News. Thank you. That's right. We appreciate, we appreciate you so much for sharing your wisdom. And I, I, I foresee that this is how the schools in the future are going to be organized, where we are actually allowing students to help each other so that everybody excels as opposed to rewarding the students who are so-called smarter and punishing the ones who aren't with shame and, and, and humiliation, you know, that's, that's so destructive. So let me see if I can play this uh, promo and then we're going, then we'll go to 773-737 and 773-483. Uh, let me see if I can I have play. A call here on and you got to call me. Okay, we'll come to your. Start with us today, right here at Betty Savant International Charter School. Yeah, you know these are some brilliant students here at Betty Savant International Charter School at seventy eight twenty three South Ellis. They are going to be the voice of young people to let us know what are they thinking. What are young people thinking about? Well, they're going to be coming to you live. Every Wednesday, 2 p.m. with their own podcast, interviewing all kinds of young people from all over the world, and all kinds of adults all over the world. And he's got a fantastic one of the models of the school. Come on, everybody. Your name and what you do here. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Stephanie Taylor. I am the director of the Institute of Positive Education. On a program that hopes that we will have this wonderful.
all that bundle of energy. All that bundle of energy. Yes. She has me excited about going to the show. Coming <laughs> <laughs> to the show to the to, to the school. school. Yes. That's a, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I that, can't. That I haven't been that excited in a long time. I know. It's it, it, around you. They just they just have so much energy. All the children, even the time of the night, great. They do. They do. Yes. Uh, we've got a call on this line, and we're gonna take the caller on on. Uh, we might have to take a break, and then we're going to take the caller on um, the AM360 line, and then we're going to go back and take another caller on our line. So let me open the microphone for 773-737, Grand Rising. Introduce yourself to our listening and viewing audience. And give us your well, hallelujah, hallelujah, greetings, Global Transformers. Well, and y'all, shalom. Grand rising, you know. Grand uh, rising. Grand rising. Yes, this is Mama D from Chicago. Children yes. are the value, not what they have on, but who they are. So instead of praising what the child has on, oh that pretty mm. uh, dress, oh those new pair of shoes. You praise things like, oh, look at those beautiful eyes. Where did you get Mm -hmm. that wonderful smile? Mm -hmm. There's a great distance, a difference. And people don't realize when you are only praising that child because of the new stuff that they have on the outside of their bodies, you are teaching them to be materialistic. You're teaching mm. them that the only value that they have is what's bought in a jiffy store somewhere. Mm. And I don't think, you know, most people really pay any attention to that. And, um, you know, when I was trying to teach my, I, my three-year-old on the front page of the, of the Defender, as community helpers and builders. Um, But I wanted to teach them about sharing because I think that that is the most uh, important gift that you can teach a child is how to share. So there was nothing in the curriculum. And so that is when I told them, you know, um, when you, before you got born on the earth, you lived inside of your mother's body. And she shared mm. her food, her air, and her water with you. And that mm. is why you should share with others. I said you were alive, born on the earth. You had not had your earth day, birthday. And they loved it. And they shared with each other. We need to create opportunities to share. If you buy one child a coloring book, then buy that other child a box of crayons so that you create that opportunity for them to share. Because this is what we we do on, on the planet Earth. We share. It's not it's mine because I bought it from the, the landlord or I bought this property. <laughs> Nothing is yours. Nothing yes. is yours. <laughs> And I, I love that we, that way of 
Go ahead. Mama D is always on point. Yeah. The clothing or the article or whatever it is that they have, they think they need to get more of right. that. Right. In order to be acceptable. Outside of right. So, yeah. Right. And and I love that, that explanation of you shared, your, your mother shared her air, her food, her water with you. She shared her. She shared with you so that you could be alive. I think that's such a powerful way for yeah. even them to understand life yeah. and reproduction. That's, yeah. And that's that's a that's a good spiritual way for them to understand the importance of sharing too. So sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. So you care by sharing. Right. Yeah. So Mama and, D, we're gonna be and, back at your old stomping grounds with these children, uh, teaching them these principles. And and giving them a chance to express their thoughts. And, and we'll be sharing exactly. the wisdom of Mama D. Exactly. Absolutely. Because they, and we learn teacher. from them out yes. of the mouth of babies. Yes. yes. Perfected yes. praise. We learn that's from right. them, you know. And and that's that's so important because they they are, you know, babies are a gift from Yah God sent to earth. So people can smile. Whenever I see a little baby, I just want to go. Look at those little cheeks! Oh, I just practically go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just and this is the way when we see a child come into our presence, we just ought to light up like a Christmas tree. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And it's not, and, yeah. and and not say love, but show love. What do you think about show that? Show love. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you are absolutely right. And, you know, children will naturally be loving and affectionate until something happens that makes them feel like they might be uh, rejected. You know, otherwise they, they are naturally loving and they will give they will give us the love and we have to give it back. You know, it's, it's when we rebuff them or, you know, reject them, then they they become reserved and, and then they, they stop being that free spirit that they were born to be. So, yeah, you're right. We have to show it and we have to encourage it. And like you say, we have to praise the things in them, not not the material things on they have them. on. In them, not what's on in them. them. Yes, that's, right. that's when we know that they have value. We got to take another break. Thanks so much, Mama D. We're going to be looking uh, for you also as we bring in people to share with students and have them have guests on their show. <laughs> so we'll have a chance to uh, share some wisdom with Mama D with our students at Betty Shabazz International Charter School. We're going to take our last break, and we'll be right back. Thanks so much, Mama D. We'll be talking to you real soon. And we'll come back, got a caller on AM three sixty and then we're gonna to go to seven seven three four eight three. We'll be right back after this last break. So stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back after these brief messages. So stay with us. <laughs>
515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak to the host. You can also join us live on the Female Solution Facebook page and YouTube channel. We'll see you on the second Saturday on the Neighborship of Joy. Hey, it's time to take charge of your health. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach, and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I'm here on The Female Solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health. I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Soul Purpose Healing, where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibration. Shalom. about finances, family, health, job, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's ZeldaSpeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit ZeldaSpeaks.com. And we are back. Listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif, along with our co host, Kareem Hamid, and our American Muslim 360 family, and our Monday Morning Mindfulness host, Zelda Speaks, has joined us as we prepare to launch the Betty Shabazz International Charter School podcast, produced and directed by the students at Betty Shabazz International Charter School. And we're excited because this is truly a positive institution uh, born out of the Institute of Positive Education, created by a wonderful board of directors, Haki and Safisha Matabuti, spearheading this effort. And back in the 70s, I believe, that's when they began this quest to create institutions. And I remember when Haki Matabuti uh, when Haki Malabuti came to speak, he was, we had him uh, be a, a speaker at our college at University of Nebraska, and you know we had the uh, uh, the, the conference there, the the uh, 
Black Student Conference there, and he was a keynote speaker. And, you know, every time a speaker would come, we'd always ask him, what do we do about these problems in the society? What do we do about the crime, the violence, and the poverty? What do we do about our communities falling apart? And everybody that we would bring to that school, nobody ever had an answer as to what to do. You know, they would say, yeah, it's bad, yeah, we we should protest. I mean, yeah, they didn't really have a solution. He was the only one who came with a solution. He said, we need to build black institutions. And that's what he and, and those visionaries set about to do, building an institution, an educational institution that will live on and on and on and will, and will train people, prepare people for life, give them a vision of leadership, prepare them for all, whatever kind of vocation, whatever they're going to, prepare them to be leaders. And every day those children say a pledge. We are preparing leaders and workers to bring about a positive change for our people. And they, all of them who graduate from that school, that's what they do. They have that vision. So I'm grateful for those who launched the Institute of Positive Education, Third World Press, and evolved in the Betty Shabbat International Charter School. And they've got even the Barbara Sizemore Academy will be doing a program there as well. And these are students who are going to school with a purpose of becoming leaders. And so just, we we went and we went we felt the vibration in the school. This is a different kind of. This is not students can't stand to be in school. You know, mad teachers, mad. It was none of that. None of that that you see in too many of our schools. This was vibrant energy, excitement, uh, camaraderie, familyhood. You know, all of that. And that's the kind of nurturing environment that we need to reproduce. So we're going to give these students a chance to express their opinion and also maybe inspire some other institutions to do what Betty Shabazz is doing so that they can really produce those leaders that our society needs. So we've got a caller on uh, the AM360 line. Uh, Brother Cream, you want to open the mic for our next caller? Yes, Eric called 312882. I think this is Minister Plum. If I'm correct. Well, yes. y'all shalom. Yes. <laughs> well, and y'all shalom. Uh, we don't die. We multiply. Black is beautiful as you are, uh, beloved. Uh, so it's the name of the key. And thank God for you and the female solution. And I'm so glad that you promoted unity in the community at the Absolutely. African Festival of Arts. This is yes. your brother, Minister Robert Floyd Plump. And thank God for Mama D. Love and Brother Obadiah. And you too, Brother yes. Kareem. Yeah, we got to come all as well. I live well. You're right. You yes. know, I got an excellent fundraiser for us now. And it's in Blacktown. You know, you know, we got our Greek town. We got Chinatown. We... We, we we got Jewtown and all the other towns, but now we got Blacktown. And I wanted to be the first one to officially introduce Blacktown because we have Black Love Matters too. And that was what you all was talking about. And, uh, you know, the uh, opportunity is unlimited for us to save our community. And we can start you- with our T-shirts, Black Love Matters too, and also well, you know what, Minister Plum, uh, Minister Plum, let me, yes, let me ask you this because I, I think we're going to probably have the students interview some of the people who are entrepreneurs and can tell them about how to create uh, products. 
to sell and how easy it is to go into business simply just having something to sell. So perhaps we'll have you on as one of their guests, and and you can share your wisdom of so many years of being an independent businessman, being a a creator of music and all of that, and really show them, because we said we're going to show them the not just the talk, but the business of radio right. welcome, and the welcome. business of, of entrepreneurship. So you'd be a, a definitely an excellent candidate for that. So if you're willing, let, Medicine Bob, we'll, we'll definitely get in touch with you about uh, that. Yes, yes, absolutely. Let me say this too, uh, right quick. Uh, we hold ourselves accountable for yeah. the conditions of our community. See, yeah. back in the day, we used to blame the other people, and they know who they are. But we're mm. saying now, uh, support our efforts as we exercise change. And that's the one thing that everybody can do in a campaign is help uh, campaign for yourself and help <laughs> someone else, especially right. the someone that you love. Everybody Absolutely. can help save the children. You know those children is my children, Bay Bay Ray Ray, right. She Ray, and Ace, right. and Shay Nay Nail, acting early downtown. Well, we have to create, you know, right. to do for self and to help and to share uh, God, because God cares for all of us. And more information, uh, our brother Overdial, Mama D. Love, uh, Sister uh, Naima Latif, and Brother Kareem, you especially, because everybody's body is consumed of more water than anything. And Islam <laughs> is, is mathematics, and mathematics is Islam. And they can get in touch with Minister Plump at 312. Eight eight two five nine three three five, and tell everybody to use the PMA for Betty Shabazz, uh, you know, positive mental attitude. Vision equals to twenty three, and that's what the female solution is, which is a key to our success through education. Is the best in black. Well, we appreciate and with some black power. I love you. We love we you. We appreciate you. And we ain't going to we love you. female solutions. We love you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Well, thank you so God much. And we're glad you were able to make it out to the African Festival of the Arts. Definitely our our global family. Uh, we had so much fun being a part of that celebration. And a family reunion every year. Every year. So many people. <laughs> you know, there's the people who are culturally aware, there's a different kind of vibe. You know, you 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 know that they have a consciousness and an awareness. And so it's a kind of an event uh, that, yeah, you say, like a family reunion. You see, you see the, the, the cultural community is just on a different vibration, you know, because we understand that we are building a wholesome relationship. And even the way we do business, it's building a relationship, uh, having – having appreciation for each other's gifts and talents and when we even our music, you know, bringing back good memories. So this is the kind of vibe we want to we want the cities around the nation to stay in that vibration like Minister Plum said of love because that's that's what we want to exist in all the time and we can do that. We really can do that. So let's go to area code 773483 Grand Rising. Thank you for joining us. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your comments. This is a Cuckoo James. You can reach me on yeah. uh, Cuckoo. You can reach me at Cuckoo Stick on Facebook. 
the, the stick is a pharaoh stick. Um, mm-hmm. I, I never missed a day in school. At, you know, from grade school, high school, I was the only one never missed, never had perfect attendance. Because I went to school to socialize. That was my gift, and that is my gift right now, socialization. I'm going to ask you a question, Naima. If you go to, uh, if you go to out of the country, if you go to, let's say, Ireland, and people come up to you and go, oh, wow, where are you from? What are you going to say? Where am I from? Yeah. Well, You're I was Ireland. born here. No, I'm asking you. I'm asking if you're in Ireland, in Ireland and, and I was come up to you and ask you where, where are you from, what, what would you say? I was from America. That's what my passport says. Okay. That's what my plane says. If you was in if you was in Britain and someone and, and a British come up to you and say, Oh hey, sister, where are you from? You're gonna say America. Anywhere right. in the world you go, you, you and somebody asks you where are you from, you're gonna say America. Now you come back right. to America. You come back to America, and somebody asks you where you're from. Guess what? Guess what we do? Guess what? The most retarded thing we do. I'm from Africa. Well, you know what? Uh, since you mentioned that, okay? Because uh, my I'm family, from, my I'm family from, did the I'm DNA test. And, uh, nobody, but, no, you know they, nobody is from Africa. The only ones who think they're from Africa you can, are the you ones can do that do were a born. DNA test and find out today, so it's not even a guess. I, and I, I, okay. I, as a matter of fact, the guess that I had on uh, uh, last week, uh, matter of fact, he's going to be performing here at Malcolm X uh, at an African event. And I told him, you know, I. I know now because my family got the DNA test. The, we have a majority of our ancestry in, from Nigeria. So well, I know you don't, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't look, you don't look, you don't look, you don't look, I know exactly. You don't look, okay, hold on. You don't look African to me. CNA, when Africans, CNA come, when, Afri- when Africans, when Africans come to America, they have an accent that they never, ever lose. They could be here for 50 well, years and they would never, never lose their accent. You ain't got no African accent. The only ones who think they're from Africa are the ones who are who are birthed on the breeding farm. Well, the, the, the accent you speak okay? with just has to do with how study. you learn the language. I did, I did a great study. The only ones who think they're from Africa were the ones who were on those breeding farms, and they were taught that they were from Africa. Okay? The ones... Who are you indigenous know, brother, America, I, I, I ones who are, ones you, who are indigenous, like say, this, is what, this is what I'm teaching the kids. This is what I'm teaching the children, okay? We have become a retarded nation because we have taught ourselves that we are from another continent and you cannot function in America with your mind in another continent. They did not Okay, well, hold that thought. Per- hold that thought. Hold, 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 hold that thought. We got another caller. Hold that thought. We got another, we got another caller that wants to respond. Uh, because we can get caught up on what continent we're from, but truly, there's only one Earth. And Earth is not divided into countries. That's just something in our minds. So, truly, who you are, your identity, you're a soul. The body that you inhabit, it doesn't really matter what part of the earth, uh, the people that birthed you came from, in a real sense. So when, we, when we're when we spiritually elevated, 
we won't even be focusing on that. That's the real deal. But I understand your point of view. Where you were born might determine how you identify yourself, but there's your nationality in terms of what's on your passport, who they contact in terms of an embassy if you get in trouble somewhere. Uh, there's the country where you were born, again, your, your national identity, which is why Barack Obama's birth certificate wasn't an issue, but his father was from Africa, uh, and that was an issue. Okay, was he born there? Well, if his mother was here, it didn't matter where his father was from. Uh, Betty Shabazz Charter School is very much African-centered and connecting with African culture for a reason because they're teaching children that their history goes beyond an enslavement in America. And if that's the only identity that we have in America in the minds of people as former slaves, that's not very empowering. So you need to, you need to connect yourself to a global family and a continent of origin that birthed much of the world's knowledge because that's who you are genetically. And like I said, DNA doesn't lie. Like I just, that, that show that I just saw about, you know, finding the genetics to determine who the father of the baby was. We can now decide, we can now determine the continent of origin several generations back if we want to know. It's in our gene. It's in our DNA. Let me go to area code 706202, Grand Rising. Introduce yourself to our listening and viewing audience and give us your thoughts. Assalamu alaikum. This is Brother Kwame. Wa alaikum salam. I'm here in the stolen lands of the Muscogee Creek. You know, we celebrate birthdays, or that's what we have been trained to think, is that the mother gives birth, which is the day in which she celebrates giving birth because I came onto the earth on that day. And you are correct. We have Earth days, but there was an ancestor that says you define the people by land, history, and culture. Find right. a people by land, history, and culture. The land in which you were birthed on the part of the Earth has some recognition as to who you know you will identify with from being born on that part of the Earth. The culture in which your people have done, the history, the, the way they dress, the way they prepare their food, the way they raise their children, is most important. And then land history and culture. And the history of a people tells a lot because it's your compass as to where your direction is going as human beings on this planet. And so we've gotten caught up in this redefining by government, by whatever way to do, because once upon a time, we traveled by water, by land, and we went from place to place, and we didn't identify. We identified as human beings. We got into this, this, this mindset of, of divide and conquer, and saying that you are this or you are that. It's like Malcolm said, you know, dogs and slaves are named by their masters. Real men name themselves. Wow. 
And so Ooh. what we're doing is is that we're taking someone else's identity, and that's the power that, that, that they have put upon themselves because power, as Dr. Wade Noble says, is that power is the ability to define someone's reality and make them to believe that which is not their own. And this is what we're doing. We're showing how much power they have gotten by uh, telling us you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. Everybody up under the sun has a shadow, and we're all human. That's true. Okay. That is true. We're all human, and that is the bottom line when it comes to the identity of who we are. Thank you so much for those words of wisdom. And that was Baba Kwame Sunhorse. And when we can recognize that that is what binds us, then we can stop focusing on the thing that divides us because we really are one family, one family under God, and that's the whole planet. So we'll get there. But we do have to have respect for that land of origin and understanding that the history of that land does affect us today, and it gives us a purpose for what we must do in the future. So it's time to go. We want to thank all of you who joined us. Listen in 2 p.m. We'll be live on Facebook, YouTube, and, of course, uh, sharing on social media, the Betty Shabazz International Charter School podcast, uh, 2 o'clock to 2.15. And uh, Brother Kareem, last words. we got about 30 seconds before we sign off. Yes, uh, praise you to Almighty God. We applaud the efforts of our beloved sister, Debbie Shabazz. May uh, the best result come from her sharing the content of her students with us. Thank you, uh, Naima, as always, a very enlightening broadcast. We're grateful to Allah for you. Yes, and we thank you all. Thank you to our American Muslim 360 family for joining us every Wednesday. And thanks to... We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, 
India, Zanzibar, Japan, Alingato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you, and the mercy of God, and God's blessings. And we will see you all tomorrow on Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. Until then, continue to shine your light.